0: So Stephen, um, I love it whenever I interview somebody whose business I have already used before I meet them for the podcast. And it's something, you know, just a find of, of my own, um, it's existed in my world somewhere. Um, and that's the case for The Rink. So I'm excited to meet you. Um, Stephen Lynch, you are the
1: founder of the rink yeah well yeah technically yeah you want to
0: tell us what the rink is just give give us a bit a nutshell a big nutshell i think it's (laughs) a (laughs) a good sign if you've been
1: there already It's a really good sign for us um so the rink is the largest roller skating rink in the whole of ireland um and we are located just off the m1 junction 12 outside portadown and uh so basically it is sixteen and a half thousand square foot complex And we have a range of activities running seven days a week so from our biggest thing would be our public skating um and then but we have like multiple sports so we have inline hockey uh, we have basketball futsal indoor football netball and we have wheelchair sports which is one of the things we're developing uh, a particular form of wheelchair sports And then we also have, uh, like, inflatable slide area for younger kids. And we have multifunction rooms for, like, corporate meetings and things like that. So a cafe and all restaurant. Or not a restaurant, but cafe and kitchen. So, yeah.
0: It's amazing because, again, I I was a big fan of skating as a child. And then recently got invited to a roller disco. And was like, are you kidding me? There's roller discos and there's a rink? And so when I went... um, the energy on the night was unbelievable and it was all sort of people around about my age you know early thirties and um, everybody had like light up skates and we're just and everybody was in fancy dress and it was just such a it was one of the best nights I've had in ages. Yeah, you know that it was a night that wasn't kind of just just heading out to a pub or a club or whatever. You know, something
1: different. Yeah. something
0: totally different. But I didn't realize at the time that you had so many other things. So let, let's talk about the different things that you um, that you, you ran through there, and then um, we'll tell a bit about about how this started. So you mentioned there was other sports. So it's not. So it's a multi-purpose.
1: Multi-purpose facility. Yeah. Um. So, so basically, um, yeah. Like I said, like. Uh, at the weekend our biggest thing would be we run public roller skating sessions so we have our disco lights on our music on, uh, birthday parties, uh, we'll have youth groups come, schools come for trips um, and yeah and then so we, we have it mostly there's like public sessions every week but then we also have private bookings for it so the one that you were at was uh, Skate Social Belfast came and, and they really went to town on the on the outfits and the things like that and, um so that was yeah that's i mean not all not all the skate sessions are people are done up like that it's like so I it's. I go back
0: will leave the leopard print leggings at home yeah more. it doesn't
1: really work on a Saturday afternoon like you know um, but uh, I think that was a Saturday night 10 o'clock show kind of thing um, and it was really I was out that night as well and uh, it was a very very fun night to be involved in. you know so whenever people really get into it and get dressed up like that like, but that's not the standard <laughs> Saturday afternoon people
0: <laughs> but everybody's welcome to go dress like that it's oh like
1: absolutely fun. yeah yeah Especially yeah, yeah.
0: middle aged women like myself so there's the, the skate sessions then and you,
1: have, you have teams inline hockey teams yeah so like um, so if anyone doesn't know what inline hockey is it's pretty much like ice hockey but it's without the ice and we're on wheels and um, you know it's a it's a niche sport in Ireland but there's it's an all Ireland sport and um, with us being the, the largest roller skating rink in the country we would host a lot of rounds of games there uh, with several clubs that are based there with junior teams all the way up to seniors and ladies teams and things um, so yeah that's uh, that's a big big part of what we are doing um, but I think a lot of people maybe don't realize, what else goes on you know they see they hear about a rink and, and I suppose they kind of maybe associate it with an ice rink and uh, you can't really play football on an ice rink but with the surface that we have it's a special um, it's obviously not ice so it's a special um, uh, sports floor um, so it's suitable for all sports and it's lined out for all the sports as well okay uh, so
0: you, you mentioned quickly can
1: we go through those so you have netball yep. so yeah so we have netball um, basketball um, football and, indo- and and futsal. So I don't know if you've heard of futsal before. Awesome, well, futsal is just a, it's a different form of inline, or of, of indoor football. Um, it's quite new. Um, it's basically like a weighted ball, um, and it, it it was very much a South American sport, uh, but it's come to Europe recently in recent years. And like the AFA have been pushing it over the last couple of years. And it's basically like Ronaldo and stuff would have said that was how they developed their skills growing up. So in, in football you're always using the walls and things like that there, but in futsal you're using the lines. So it's all skill based. Balls never really in the air and uh, so it's just a new, uh, it's just a different form of football really. Um, but it is, it is, it is quite different, you know. You said it,
0: weighted ball, I just imagined like a big medicine ball.
1: It's not, it's like weird, it's it's, it's, it's it's kind of. Like, it's not weighted in that sense, it's like it doesn't really bounce. So if you, you know, so it's kind of, I don't I don't know how it works, uh, but basically if you have a, a normal football and a futsal ball and you drop them at the same height, the football's going to bounce a couple of feet in the air, the all ball's going to bounce maybe one foot and then stop. Oh, uh, okay. So a wee bit heavier, but hmm. because it is it allows you to then control the ball. And, and uh, so the IFA have been using our facility during the winter months for running kids' futsal and stuff like that there. So, you know, I think that's the thing that, a lot of people don't know we exist um, because we haven't had a big marketing budget as a social enterprise. And uh, but I think that's more and more people are now getting exposed to the facility for more than just skating, um, which is great. And then uh, you know whenever we're we're almost open a year now after COVID, um, and when we did reopen, the leisure centres were behind us in opening. And. We then started getting contacted by netball clubs and basketball clubs, and they were keen to get back playing. But like, for instance, like the South of Declare Centre, where kind of close enough to us, was being used as a vaccination centre. So we were able to get people coming out and starting to use the place for that. And now it's kind of, again, it's just word of mouth and people are starting to hear more about it. And thankfully, <clears throat> pardon me, that um, those, those sports are growing.
0: Um, so what else? Now you mentioned um, when, when we spoke on the phone before, you know, in the um, prep for this, about uh, the, the rink is able to cater you know, all ages and all abilities. Yeah. So you have some sports for.
1: Yeah. So like, like our charity. So the 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 the, the charity is called Part by Sport, and um, our ethos is using sport for for bringing communities together and promoting healthy lifestyles. So one of our um one of our nuggets that we're developing is particularly called sled hockey which is an all-ability sport and if you look it up on the internet you'll see the paralympic sport on ice where you're sitting in a sled um and you've two sticks and you're you're digging into the ice and you're pushing around so basically we we looked at that and we thought right well we would love to bring that to life on wheels Mm -hmm. um because you know a lot of people play like if i go back to the inline hockey a lot of people, the reason inline hockey is big in Ireland, um, or relatively big in Ireland, is because there's only one ice rink. But clubs formed because all they needed was a large centre. Mm. So we've been looking at this uh, with the sled hockey and we've been saying, right, well, could we turn that into from ice onto wheels? And previously people had done it, but they just put a wheel on it and they hadn't really put a lot of thought into it. And it, it wasn't as simple as that because it was like there was a lot more friction and it was making it difficult. So we've redesigned the sleds along with a company in Canada over the last couple of years. And we've just ordered um, a, a set of them to come in now, hopefully in the next two months. And we're going to kickstart this new all-ability sport, uh, inline sled hockey.
0: Wait a minute, so you've essentially invented this?
1: Yeah, we would say we're pioneering it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it has existed in the sense of people... basically Around the world, people play, people go who, when they're playing the, the Paralympic uh, ice version, whenever they're in the off-season and the ice isn't there, like in Canada and stuff, they melt the ice for a few people, they'll put on the wheels onto these things and they'll go out and just practice on it. But they don't play it as a sport because it's not the same, it doesn't work as well. But we've been engineering how it could work and how we get the, really the, the, the biggest issue was it had, to, you had to be able to get into the sled and and I kind of said, look, we have to be able to get anyone into the sled. And get, when they push off, they go wee. And if they do that, we've got something, and we've got that now. And whenever you get into the sled, you know it's it's all ability. So basically, we we we've had like trial days. And for instance, one of the biggest things was in a in a game we played uh, a trial day. I'm, thankfully, able-bodied and, and very fit and uh, reasonably fit. And uh, there was a, a girl playing against us uh, who had cerebral palsy. So she came into the building on crutches. But when we got into the sleds, we were on the same, we were on the same level. And within a couple of minutes, she, uh, we were both going for the puck. And uh, she, she knocked me over and was laughing. <laughs> and it was just a great moment because it was like, this is for us what all-inclusivity is about. So this is really going to be our, our wee nugget. And we've worked a lot long time now over the last five years trying to get these, uh, just the the mechanics of it right. Um, but, like, we're really, really excited because it is going to be, you know, what we have at the rink now, we have a couple of them at the rink already. And uh, I've said to you there when we talked earlier in the week that, you know, whenever people come um, for our roller skating sessions, if anyone ever comes in in a wheelchair, one of the great things that we really promote is, like, you know, you're on wheels so get on the rink and have fun and uh, you know but we've, we have we now have a, a system where they can actually get into the sled and uh, their friends can push them around in a safe environment and I was telling you you know we have a number of different stories there like we recently had a child visit us who had no arms or legs and you know would have thought that he couldn't take part but uh, Michael here he who's with us today operations manager kind of saw that and I uh, recognised that and went over to him and said look you know do you want to go and skate and we we got him into the sled and and there's a seat belt on basically and his brothers were pushing him around the rink and you know that's to us the power of sport and that's that's why we do what we do because that's an experience that they've shared there uh, and that's something we've been able to provide so
0: yeah you're right whereas previously he thought he was going to just
1: watch Watch. Yeah.
0: and that's probably experience he has every day yeah and yet, you were able to say, no, go on, you're part of this too. That's that's absolutely priceless. I'm sure the, the impact on the, on the family, the, the parents and stuff was.
1: And then that's the, that's the energy that really fuels us. Like, you know, those kind of wee stories that happen, you know, I mean, our charity set up and our social enterprise was there to be self-sustaining, to try to help us exist, pay our bills, so that we can achieve our purpose. And by being open and being doing that, these organic things happen these moments you know and that's that's the really exciting part about our social enterprise
0: it's important to step back and like, sort of put those moments in your pocket for when you need them because it's not always
1: no you yeah know, moments
0: like that obviously you've had a tough times take me back to the start so um when did you get started
1: How How long is this podcast?
0: (laughs) We'll have to do the short version then.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because this was the thing we were talking the other day. Well, essentially, uh, myself and a group of friends were very passionate about uh, our sport, which is inline hockey, and we wanted to find a way to... uh, get more people doing something that we were passionate about we had formed a club where we had outreached um, to foreign nationals to come and join our club and we had seen how by this was like around 2009 and we had seen by doing that uh, the cultural impact it was having on them but also on us um, and so that's where we got the idea of like okay well what about if we set up something around using sport for bringing people together and because um, we're seeing it happen firsthand and if we could find a way to to grow it ourselves without hoping that someday, uh, like a governing body or a rich American or something, who who we looked for, would come in and say, "Here we're going to open you a rink, and you're you know, yeah, and you can grow this sport that you love." We said, "Well, like let's use sport uh, in general, and then we can grow our, our passion from it." Um, so I, I had uh, I had my own business at the time. Um, and uh, one of the first grants that we ever got was a piece three funding, um, And we ran a, a program called STAR, so Skating Together Advancing Relations. And uh, it was across Armagh, Bambridge, craig Avon and Urie. And basically we were working with kids, uh, ethnic minority groups, uh, on bringing, using the sport of roller hockey uh, as a vehicle to bring them together. And a shared a sure new experience. Nobody had ever done it before so they were just learning something completely new together and i just absolutely loved it uh, you know and i couldn't see myself going back to um my day job and i had uh, i i was lucky enough that um like i met my wife through hockey uh, she's canadian and uh i she knew that i'd always said i'm gonna open a ring someday and you know we're gonna make this happen and she i convinced her to let me sell my business and i found a warehouse and I said, all right, let's make this work, and uh, I threw myself into the the charity, and we set up the social enterprise, and it was all kind of hands on deck. We found an empty building. It was all volunteers. We had no funding. We opened the place on an absolute shoestring budget, absolute shoestring, and um, we tapped into the volunteers. We had Slovakian guys who were welders. We had local guys who were plumbers, and everybody just chipped in, had to give them a few beers and things like that but that's what it was and 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 we got it open and uh so we we were we were operating and then by it was it was tough going the first few years by 2017 we secured much needed funds through um Diera and sport and i and our Mac council and that got a quarter of a million investment in the building and what you saw when you came down there a few weeks ago was you know all pretty much that investment and now what we have is a truly unique facility um like and it's just the start of it now you know we were open almost 10 years but we've been on a journey of to get to this point and you know we got a big break there during covid which i wasn't expecting <laughs> 14 months closure um and uh but you know it, i think it makes us appreciate even more now every day that we're open and uh yeah
0: it's i mean it's obviously been as you said it's been 10 years what kept you going through that because, you know, obviously you had another business, you could have just gone, t- my rink dreams are over, I'm going back to, it was computers? Or something?
1: Yeah, a web website company, yeah.
0: website. you could have just thought, nah, that's it, but you, you didn't, you know?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I always had the idea that I wanted to uh, work to live, uh, as opposed to live to work, and and I thought like, you know, once I had that experience of doing those programmes, uh, in a voluntary role, I was just like, well, imagine I was doing this every day, like how I, I would never not look forward to going to work, um, you know. And when you're passionate about something, then you do crazy things. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, if you're, if if I didn't believe in it, and uh, and I didn't have the passion for it, yeah, there was a lot of days where we would have walked away. Like, um, but we came through it, and I had great support. You know, there's there's people there that are still there from day one. Um, you know, uh, very strong directors there that have been there the long time and there's times where my health was suffering from it. You know, I got really stressed out and they get, those guys stepped in and, and covered me for a period of six months and, and kept the ship going and, uh, you know, so it's, it is a team effort, you know, um, but definitely passion and just sheer determination. You know, when you're a self-employed business owner, you only get paid if you work and you do the hard work and I believe that we had something that was truly unique and we would make it work somewhere but it
0: just says a lot that you were able to you know it's your passion but that you were able to um for one of a better word infect other people with it so, <laughs> much so that they were willing to, that you were able to step back for
1: a of yeah. time yeah.
0: and and also that it says a lot of you that you were um able to hand it over
1: yeah, well, I think you know it's it's funny, like because like you learn so many things, and it's it's I, I feel like I'm on a journey, and I've got Michael here, who's our operations manager on the rink, today in the background here listening, because, you know, I do think the things happen for a reason, and I think the fact that I had to, give up because I just couldn't, I burnt myself out, stress, and the ship didn't sink, when I was away, you know, people were able to keep it going, and 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 so what that's encouraged me to do in, in recent years now is is to is to try to build a team of people with similar um passions and and, and the right people who who i want to grow it with you know and and michael joined us just before covid he fits that bill um that's why he's here today because you know i have big plans for us over the next year and uh, and him and, and a couple of the other guys that are um back home today you know they're going to be a big big part of, of us getting to that next level now you
0: know so, as a result of, of this podcast, like what kind of people are you hoping will maybe reach out to you or would you like to connect with to move forward?
1: Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I was thinking that on the way down, and uh, you know, one of the things the area is like our, our facility with a social enterprise, you know, the, the, the thing that there's the, there's the core of what you're trying to do, but there's also the thing of actually making it work, paying your bills. So, from a business point of view, we need to look at how we can continue to grow our usage and one of the things we've invested in in recent months has been in our catering side of things. So, we're looking to very much grow our corporate team days out, Um, you know, we have a facility there which is just off the motorway, you know, 35 minutes from Belfast, off-site parking, we have really good facilities for... Um, all good fibre broadband, we've got like computer um, interactive touch screens. We want to become now to grow that side of it over the next year where we're getting companies who, who maybe want to connect with social enterprises and grow their social impact to get involved with us and in in different ways but one of the ways could be just by utilizing what we have, coming and and doing team days out and we we envision where they come in do a bit of work in in our rooms there in the morning, we can supply them with catering and then we can you know excite them in the afternoon and, and get them to do a range of activities and you know there's Honestly, I think our facility has endless possibilities, so it's it is a really exciting time, you know. But that's where. So if there's people listening, I would want to uh, the corporate ends, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, anyone who just has there's probably people who are saying we get this all the time. Oh, I used to skate when I was, you know, a wee boy or a wee girl, and you, we get that every single weekend, and you know, you never forget how to skate, and uh, so you can still do it. And we've had 76 year olds in skating. You know, and so there's we, we have a, a slogan uh, on our advertising that uh, we have no age restrictions on fun. So, like, my uh, I had my daughter skate at 15 months and 16 months, and uh, you yes, know,
0: so she could stand up, she could feet were in the skates, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, you know, so we have two year olds come regularly to the rink, and that's the, I think that's the big thing about it is when people come with their families, there's there's not a whole lot of things that you can go to. With your family where the parents can have as much fun as the kids you know and uh and, and get a workout you know because especially if you haven't skated for a while you know you get a workout from I it i
0: know <laughs> we were exhausted we had to keep stopping every sort of few rides that night but it was brilliant it was just such a fun night so you'd love to hear from corporates you'd love to hear from just anybody who wants to skate but yeah. what other teams sports
1: yeah sports things. i mean like i said like we were well the sled hockey to go back to it to the wheelchair sports we have a very ambitious plan for it, we want to, we believe it can grow into one of the most uh, participated in wheelchair sports in the country within the next five years. Now that's a pretty bold statement but w- the reason we think that is because of the, the sheer cost of the the sleds, like a, a wheelchair basketball sled for in- or a chair for instance would cost several thousand, our sleds are going to cost about uh, £500.
0: Okay, so it's doable. So it's scalable. For, yeah, it's scalable,
1: ride and ride. we mm-hmm. want to create hubs across Northern Ireland um, and then into the South, eventually. So we, we're looking at three hubs initially in the first year. So if you are here in this podcast and you would you're thinking, "Oh, that sounds interesting," then we would love to come out, reach out to us, and we'll come out and do a demonstration with you. And we have a lot of these skates on order, or these sleds on order. And we our plan is to put about 10 sleds in three different hubs across Northern Ireland and help uh, groups there uh, get these up and running in their areas because then we'll bring them all together and grow it like that.
0: Unbelievable. Stephen, where can people... Um, find out more information about the rink and
1: about part by Sport so yeah the rink is just simply the rink.co.uk we're on on Facebook, uh, Instagram and recently just on the TikTok Um, and uh, so yeah if you're looking to come check out any of those areas
0: so that'll tell you when the skating sessions are
1: and And, uh, birthday parties, youth groups uh, corporate things like that Uh, and then if our telephone number just left the phone and we'll be happy to help um, and then, if you're looking to find out more about the, the purpose of the charity, then just go to poweredbysport.org.
0: Brilliant. Thank you so much, Stephen. All no, that's great. Yeah, that. yeah, I'm yeah. Sure I'll see you again soon.
1: Yeah, absolutely.